Good afternoon. We are uh, holding right now in the partios of uh, Truma Tetzave, Bayakov, Hudek, Kisisa in the middle. All of these partios deal with the Binyan HaMishkan, the building of the Mishkan, eventually the building of the Beis HaMikdash, which will in many ways mimic the Mishkan. And a general question, not really a question on any particular Pasuk, not really a question dealing with anything specific about the Parsha, but more dealing with the specificities of the Parshios in general. These, this uh, whole uh, slate of Parshios that we've been dealing with the last couple of weeks and we'll continue to deal with for the next two. So many details. Kadesh Baruch Hu commands us to build an abode for him. He's telling us to build a beautiful Mishkan, a beautiful home in which his Shechina can, can, as it were, can rest. He tells us about the gold and the silver, the threading, the flash, the flare, so much detail. And we read and we continue to read about the various features and the assets in the Mishkan. We're told of all the materials, the gold, the bronze, the wood, the wool, which we use in constructing such an intricate, beautiful home for the Shechina, a grandiose embroidery, ornate garments that the Kohanim would wear in Parshish Tetzaveh. We're talking about the services as we come upon them. Every little small detail is listed in the Binyan Mishkan. And the question really begs itself, What's with all the details? What's with all the pratim? What's, what's with all the specificity that the Rebona Shalom commands from us in the building of the Mishkan in uh, this process over these parshios? And the Medrash records a very interesting mashal. The Medrash says that there was a powerful king. We all know where this is going. If there's a powerful king, you know who that's going to be in the Nimshal. There was a powerful king, and he had a beautiful painting. He had a canvas that was one of the most expensive uh, materials in the world, and it was composed with the most amazing uh, fine oil paint. And the uh, skilled artist, uh, the, the most skilled artist in the province was already drawing this up. And he had this beautiful painting that was hanging on his wall. Unimaginable how beautiful it was, this masterpiece that had been crafted. And the king one day turns to his son and says, look, I have this beautiful painting, this amazing masterpiece of an, a piece of art. And I want you to recreate it, says the king to his son. I want you to make me a replica of this piece of art. And the son responded, that's very nice, father, but I could never achieve such a goal. A king can hire the right hand for this task. You hired a painter who could build and make the nicest painting in the world. But I'm no king. I can't hire a painter. And a mastermind artist could compose this artwork. But I'm no artist. I can't do it. And the king answered him, says the Madrash, that it's true. You're neither king nor artist. But I will provide for you every single detail necessary for completing this task. I will tell you exactly how to build a Mishkan. So too, says the Medrash, HaKadosh Baruch Hu asked Moshe Rabbeinu, build me a home. Build me a home in which I can, as it were, rest in this world. An impossible task, something Moshe Rabbeinu and no one in Klai Yisrael could ever possibly accomplish. Says the Rebona Shalom, don't worry. I'll hold your hand, as it were. I will walk you through the process and tell you every last detail. Now, the Medrash is addressing the issue of details. But even with this Medrash, one wonders about the Parshios. The Rebona Shalom is just that, the master of the world, the whole world. He's obviously not confined to only the most beautiful, elaborate, glorious sectors of the world. And yet he demands such detailed decorative designs. Why does he need this? Why does he need the details? Yes, the Medrash tells us how the details are helpful. But no, the Medrash doesn't tell us why HaKadosh Baruch Hu asks for such a detailed, ornate, construct as the Mishkan. But let's rethink the Medrash for a second, because I think we're misunderstanding the Mashal, we're missing a crucial point in the Medrash, in these Parshios, and maybe in our lives in general. What's the point of the king's request? What is he really asking for? Why does he want a replica of a piece of art? The king already has the most beautiful art piece. Why would he want a second, a ripoff, a, a duplicate? What does he need that for? It's not, it's not helpful to his palace. But maybe we're thinking about it the wrong way. 
Maybe this project is not really about the king at all. What happened to the son in this story? The son was told by his father, I want you to build me a beautiful painting. And the son thought he was nothing special. He's not an artist. He's not a gvir. He can't possibly do what his father envisioned. And so his father, the king, gave him every step and every detail. The detail and instructions were the tools by which the son was able to achieve something major, achieve something big. The details, the steps, the instructions, when followed, helped the son actualize a potential he never realized he had within himself. HaKadosh Baruch Hu has a beautiful abode in Shemayim. He does not need a Mishkan down here. He does not need the details in which the Mishkan exists down here. But we need it. Through following every detail, dotting every I, crossing every T, we bring out the most out of ourselves in setting up a home for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The details are not to bring HaKadosh Baruch Hu down to us, but to bring us out of ourselves and closer to Him. The actualization of our potential is the ultimate b'shachanti b'socham of the Mishkan. The Mishnah tells us that a Kaddish Baruch Hu wanted that we should have a merit. He wanted that we should be lucky enough to have a merit. And so he gave us a ton of mitzvahs and a ton of Torah. Says the Maharal, why is that a merit? If you have a boss who says, honestly, you're doing a great job. Judy, you're doing a great job at work. You're doing an excellent job at work. Ellie, you're amazing at your job. In order to reward you and give you more merit, I'm going to give you a huge assignment and take your whole weekend away from you. No vacation. How is that a reward? How is that a merit? And therefore, Hirbalam Torah Mitzvah gave him more things to do. Says the Maharal, we're looking at it the wrong way. If I ask you to paint a beautiful painting, I have to make sure I provide you with the paint, the brush, the smock, the canvas, the detailed instructions. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, I want you to be great. I want you to be the best you could be. I want you to be incredible, to transcend yourself. And if I want you to do that, if I want you to be the best you, I have to make sure to provide you with all of those tools. And what are those tools? Ratzah Kadosh Baruch Hu Yisrael. He wants to make us great. Lefichach, Herbalem Torah, Umitzos. He gave us the details. He gave us the paint and the canvas and the smock and the brush and everything that we need to paint for ourselves the most exquisite version of our true selves. So often we look at the detailed, thorough nature of Jewish life, both qualitatively and quantitatively, as pedantic, overbearing, doctrinaire, exceedingly demanding. There's an idiom, the devil is in the details. But if you Google it and you look at Wikipedia, the original phrase was actually God is in the details. Now that's pretty telling in terms of uh, being quite in line with much of Western society's innovative moral philosophies, but it's a perversion of the truth. The truth is that God is in the details. And not only is God in the details, we are in the details. The more we take time in our lives to focus on the paintbrushes, on the canvas, on the paint that HaKadosh Baruch Hu provides for us, the mitzvos, the halachos, the daily in and outs that we're supposed to do that seems so dry and rote and humdrum daily living. But if we pay attention to those details and realize that those are the tools, those are the ruts HaKadosh Baruch Hu lezakos as Israel. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants that we should become great and amazing and transcend our usual selves. And he gives us the tools through halacha, through mitzvos. If we realize that every detail is an opportunity, then we take those extra seconds to focus on those details. We think about the bracha instead of mumbling it. We hold back from saying a word of Lashon Hara instead of uttering it. And we realize we're not constricted by the details, but we're realizing a truer sense of ourselves. We're producing within ourselves something greater. And ultimately, we're creating the, the most fine form of the Asuli Mikdash, Bishachanti, Bisocham.
Everyone have a wonderful rest of the day and keep focusing on the details in your Avodah Hashem.